Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. Southern Conference softball is winding down. We are down to tournament time. Frost Stadium is hosting the Southern Conference Softball Championships this year. It's happening May 10th through the 13th at Frost Stadium. Tickets are on sale now. If you don't have yours yet, get on the phone. 266-MOX. That's 266-6627. Go ahead and get your tickets today. Uh, All session tickets are $30 for adults for youth, which is ages 3 through 12, only $15. It is a ton of fun. Tickets are on sale now. Make sure you get yours. With that being said, it's time for us to preview this Southern Conference softball tournament that's coming up. Who better to do it uh, with than the veteran head coach of the Chattanooga Box in Frank Reed? He'll be with us. Interesting stuff from him this week. And then one of our favorites here on uh, Mox on the Mic, and that's Emily Coltharp. Emily has been with us a lot. Going back to even when she was a freshman, she was with us on Mox on the Mic. So she's been uh, she's been around a while now and, and certainly been a, a part of Mox on the Mic over the last couple of years, and we were super excited to be able to bring her back one more time. Let's start it off, though, first with the head coach of the Mox. Here's Frank Reed on Mox on the Mic. Well, coach, appreciate the time, uh, as always. Let's start first. Now, a couple of weeks ago, you guys had a chance to uh, to kind of play at home for the first time and and really kind of roll out the new look of uh, of Frost Stadium to everybody. Things Things didn't go well for you against UNCG, but a little bit about the field and, and how you felt like it played. Uh, you know, it's obviously going to be a little different. You know, it doesn't take bad hops. We talked about that. There's, there's things that it does with spins on the carpet, uh, a little bit different. It's got a, you know, pretty good bounce on it and balls that are hitting out in the outfield. Uh, you know, it's possibility a ball could bounce over for a double, but, uh, you know, it, it plays really, really well. So, you know, the safety factor comes into play, uh, with the kids, you know, it just, it's just something that puts us well ahead of the game. And even since last week, they've been, They've done more improvements. We're still waiting on our on our uh, padding that goes on the walls. It's unfortunate that the delivery truck that was bringing it in had an accident, and the pads were on there, and they had to take them back to the factory to remake. But, uh, you know, everything, a lot's happened since then. We've done even more improvements uh, there at Frost Stadium and more things to make it more decorative for the key teams coming in. And uh, so we're excited to get to play on it. We have got to play a few more practice games or a few more practices on there. And uh, as far as the NC goes, you know, we lost those one-run ball games, which we can't do. We we did a better job with playing a team I thought was just as good, that Furman team, you know, had a really nice record. We went up there and were able to get the sweep there. Uh, we're just trying to tweak the screws a little bit so we can know what it takes for us to be able to get off the bus and play every day and take that energy to the bus. You know, we – they were doing some things on the bus that we hadn't done in a year, and I don't know why, you know, just pep songs and stuff, and I don't know why we didn't hadn't done that this year, but, uh, you know, I think they're finding themselves back to where they were and, and realizing that we should have been doing that the whole time. So hopefully that translates over into uh, into what we're going to see with Sanford this weekend. It's going to be a fun weekend, though. we got uh, a lot of people coming out. You know, we're going to get to honor our seniors, you know, with uh, Brooke and uh, – and uh, Emily, and so, uh, you know, 
we're excited and uh, to get everybody back there at home and should have some great groups. Concerned a little bit about the weather. It looks like we're going to bypass us. So it uh, should be two nice days for us to be able to, to honor those kids and hopefully win some softball games. And you talk about, uh, you know, getting a chance to honor your seniors here. You take on Samford, conference opponent. What's at stake for you guys from a softball standpoint against a league opponent this weekend? Uh, you know, just the main thing, I don't think as far as the standings go, I don't think we put, we're put we going to put a lot into that. We want to win, obviously, That's uh, and win at home. I don't think it's going to affect us moving into the tournament one way or the other. You know, everybody in the conference is pretty good, and you can't over overlook anybody. Uh, you know, Sanford's a little bit of a rival, so, you know, we should be able to, to get up for that and hopefully uh, hopefully play well. But as far as – I think the most thing is at stake for us is just to be able to take the uh, the, the thing that we did last weekend, you know, just that uh, pushing forward and be able to – ride on that and hopefully, you know, get that little boost from it going into uh, not just, just last weekend series, but the uh, one, you know, coming up with a tournament, you know, that's sort of exactly the, the play that we did last year. You know, we went to Western and was able to sweep and take that, you know, we stayed out on the road and we were able to go into the conference tournament, feeling really good about ourselves and, and played really strong there. And so uh, I'm hoping that's the, the thing we're going to, uh, you know, get from it. You know, can we, can we get that and lose a game or whatever? I think we can. Um, but, you know, we want to try to win that first one and sweep that series. Uh, we just got to, we got to, we just got to maintain that consistency that we've looked for and, and then figure out how to, how to uh, maybe for move for future, how to, you know, get that started a little sooner. Um, I think it's, you look at the long season and you're playing a lot of games and, Sometimes we as coaches are guilty. It's like the it's like Major League Baseball. You play so many games that you don't feel the urgency of the wins and the losses so much early in. But as you get there down toward the end, you know all those you know you have all those come together. And I sort of think that thing same thing for us. Uh, we 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 need to it's time to start honing in, and you know we get the opportunity to do that at our own park. And, uh, you know, it may be the conference tournament, but our fans will have opportunities to have more fans than anybody, and hopefully we will. People will come out to see good Southern Conference softball, but at the same time, you know, get to, you know spend time, you know, cheering for the mocks. How big was it to get the sweep of Furman last weekend? It was big. You know, we it was a different team. I wish, you know, you, you don't travel with us, you don't see. But we were so pumped going over to the field, you know, on the bus and, uh, the kids were playing this pump rock music or pump music, whatever they did. And we did it last year. We did it. We talked about it today at practice. And this was the first weekend that we've done that. And I'm thinking, I said, why, why did we just choose now to do it? And why haven't we been doing it the whole, whole year? And they said, well, we don't know. We just didn't do it. And that comes from just your upper class kids just, you know, bringing it back. Let's do that again. But and not, not to criticize them. So they got off the bus ready to play. And we got a solid win, you know, on Saturday. And then Sunday, you know, we struggled to run a little bit, uh, you know, to uh, to win that game. But, uh, you know, the fight was still there, and, you know, they wanted that sweep. You know, we all we all finished the game. We all get showers. Uh, you know, we're trainers wrapping some of them up, you know, with ice and stuff to get them on the bus. And we all got on the bus, and I stopped before the bus driver pulled off the campus. And I said, 
this is something I want you to relish today because you don't get to experience this all the time, how it feels to drive off of somebody's campus where it'd be farm under anybody else's and know that you've just swept them. You know, look back at that feeling and say, for the seniors, maybe the last time you'll see this, but you'll drive off. And it's just a special feeling. You have to be a part of it. You can't describe it, how you feel when you swept, you're getting on the bus, you're driving off their campus, and you can say, we we basically owned you this weekend. And and, and I felt bad a little bit for them, not not for about five seconds. You know, it was their senior weekend. They had a lot of parents in, big cookout and all that going on after. But um, it's a special feeling to sweep. Home or away, but it's really special when you you do that, you know, when you get on the bus and you, you realize that, you know, you've, what you've come to accomplish for that week, uh, the drive there, the hotel stay, the getting up early to be able to play the delay in the games that we had on Sunday uh, before the weather, you know, they all come to come fruition where we were able to say, you know, we, we did what we needed to do that weekend. Coach, last time you were with us, we we talked about a couple of individual players. I got two that I want to ask you about. Get your thoughts on uh, on their season and and how you think it's gone. And let's start with Aislinn Sellers. Yeah, you know Aislinn's uh, had a good year. Uh, you know she's been up and down a little bit. Uh, she's very capable. Uh, we moved her over to uh, we moved her over to first base. She's came in as a middle infielder and she sort of locked that position down. She's got good hands over there, plays solid defense and, uh, uh, you know, made some plays for us that, uh, you know, a lot of first basemen wouldn't make, you know, she's, uh, she'll go after a ball, you know, it's in foul territory. You know, we have to, our dugout's got to deal with her. We have to tell her it's out of play because she's going to keep going, you know, go right through the fence or the dugout or whatever. And so, uh, she, uh, she uh, uh, is a great player for us and uh, uh, has, has been so. And we're hopefully, you know, this is our second year. Hopefully we're going to continue to get great play out of her for the next two years. Uh, Alyssa Lavdis, who's who put has put together a really nice season for you in the circle. So a little bit about her and, and kind of what you're seeing from her right now. Well, you know, when Alyssa came back the second year, we didn't know. You know, she struggled some the first year. We didn't know. We could see her maybe in you know relief spots and and liking her there and uh, her confidence has grown as she's you know it started down at uh, Gardner Webb when she had the 15 strikeouts and got Player of the Week and ended up being Player of the Month and then she's built off of that and uh, it just grown so much. I told her I said when you come in here you're you're a young lady that through softball now you're a, 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 a young woman that's grown in this game so much and understanding the thing about Alyssa is she's just got that mindset that if she doesn't play well, you know, she's not blaming it on anybody else. You know, she called me, I remember her text me when, after one game, and she said, I'm sorry, I let the team down today. And I said, you never let the team down as long as you've gone out there and done everything you can to win for us on the mound. Uh, and then, um, so she just worked and gotten better and worked and gotten better, which in doing that, she's increased our confidence in how we use her. You know, bring, we don't mind. She's not one that we, we, we hesitate to bring off the bench because we know she's going to be ready to throw. Uh, she just has that mindset, um, and we're not one that's afraid to start her, you know, because we had that mindset. You know, uh, Furman, she released for us uh, on the first game uh, out of the bullpen, and we were anticipating starting her the second game. Well, maybe in one of her few starts, but we were anticipating tar- starting her, and so she pitched so well at the finish of the game, we just let her stay, uh, and then she ended up getting all the innings there, the seventh full innings. So, uh she did a really nice. She's done a really, really nice job for us, and 
uh, you know, hard worker, uh, holds herself accountable, big team player. Uh, anyway, she comes from that environment. Her summer coach or travel ball coach coaches the teams like we like we like to see as far as, far as she's coaching those kids to win, to to if they need to bond, if they need to do these situational things, it's not about just getting a get an opportunity to play in front of a college coach. She coaches it like she's out to win every game, which is spilled over to Alyssa's thinking uh, and the kids that she coaches. So if you get a player off of their, that team, you know they're coached well and they understand situations. And that's exactly where Alyssa is. And uh, you can be more proud of a kid, you know, see her put the work in and see it all come to come to good things for her. How big is it for you guys to be the host school for the tournament? You know, everybody, I love it for our fans. I love it that the, the stadium's got the, the facelift. I love all that. It's going to be an awesome venue for the people to come out and watch us play. Hopefully we live up the billing and play really well, and, you know, we can win a championship there like we did, you know, at Greensboro last year. We're hoping for all that. Uh, and so on the outside looking in, you know, it looks good for everybody, you know, the fans and everybody uh, to uh, have it at home. Uh, we like the fact a little bit that we're playing at home, although it doesn't feel necessarily as much as home as it has in the past because we're playing on the new surface. we got a lot of new things there at the stadium. So it almost feels a little bit still, even though we've practiced there a few and played one series, that it's a little bit, it's still new to us. Uh, but on the same hand, uh, you know, they, they're still living in the dorms. They're still going back there. So we don't have that. We're on the bus. We're traveling to play the game. We've got this together. We're eating together that night. Uh, you know, we're doing, doing a lot of that stuff together, which I think bonds you to the tournament. So I always said, you know, I can remember as, as a young boy, you know, you'd go to, you'd go to the Tennessee football games and, you know, they'd take all the football players the night before, and they take them off campus and put them in a hotel where there's no distractions, you know, and they're staying there. And then the next morning on Saturday, they, you know, they feed them or whatever they do. They get on the buses and they roll into Knoxville into the, you know, into there to, to the stadium and get ready to play. I, you know, always, you know, I've said, you thought how neat it would be if we could isolate our team when we're playing at home, you know, where they're all together, they're bonding together, they're eating every meal together and they were ready to come out and play. We're going to try to institute a little bit of that this year uh, in that uh, we're going to try uh, instead of having them eat away from the team or just eat and come to, to warm ups or whatever, we're going to try to to provide meals for them uh, at uh, in certain, it might be just in our, in our training center where they'll all come in together, uh, you know, earlier eat, have some time to, to be able to, to be together before, before we go to the game and then maybe a little bit even after the game we're not sure how exactly how that works we got to wait to see how all the draw plays out what times we're going to be playing and, and how much we can you know influence that part of the part of the warm-ups but we're definitely looking to do that to answer your question I, I like being at home from one perspective but on the other's perspective i really like being on the road so we have a little bit more control and we feel like we've got the team a little closer together when we get ready to play Coach, appreciate the time. As always, we will uh, we'll catch up with you again soon. Okay, thanks for uh, thanks for reaching out. We look forward to seeing everybody this weekend. Coach Reed, giving us some uh, some good stuff as we head towards this uh, this Southern Conference softball uh, tournament being played at uh, at Frost Stadium May the tenth 
through the 13th. Emily Coltarp uh, is the preseason Southern Conference Player of the Year. She has been a rock in this Chattanooga lineup now for the uh, for the last several years. Always fun when we get a chance to talk to Emily. And I uh, got a chance to talk a little softball, talk about the new infield at Frost, and also what the future lies for her. Here's Emily Coltarp on Mox on the Mic. Well, Emily, it's always fun when we get a chance to uh, to chat with you. Let's start first with kind of this season for you. A lot of pressure, a lot of expectations on you coming into this year. Do you feel yeah. like you felt that at all over the course of this season? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's always a lot of pressure on me coming in, but I knew going into it, you know, it's my last year. Whatever happens, you know, can't go back and change it. So my goal this year is just to really have some fun and be there for my teammates and do anything I can to help us be successful. So that's been my mindset going into it. And I think it's been pretty good so far. This is it, at least in terms of the regular season at home. Has it, has it hit you yet that this is, <laughs> Honestly, this it's, is it? It's just now hitting me if I'm being completely honest, just cause you know, you think, it's never going to end until it really gets here. And, you know, senior weekends this weekend. And I was just talking to Tate about how, like, I didn't really realize it's for me until they're starting to plan all these things and I'm not included. And it's, I mean, it's really <laughs> starting to hit me because I could possibly have only a couple more practices under my belt, a couple more games. And it's really crazy to think about, but, you know, I'm extremely grateful for the time that I've had here and I'm excited to see what happens for the rest of the season. As someone that has taken her fair share of ground balls at Frost Stadium over the years, yeah, give me your thoughts on the new infield and how you think it plays. It plays really well. I was very surprised by it. We had a we had a tournament earlier in the season on turf, and honestly, a lot of people didn't like it because they the balls were really hard and they skidded really fast across it. But our turf is a little different. Uh, we don't get really any bad hops, and it's not as skittish when the balls hit the ground I mean it's definitely different don't get me wrong there's a, a lot of differences between playing on turf and on the dirt but the balls aren't coming off as hot as you think they were they were and you don't really have to worry about the bad hop so personally I like it I think that once we get more practices on the turf as well everybody will love it even more but it's definitely different definitely takes some getting used to but I like it a lot from a, a hitter's standpoint does it favor one style of hitting over the other? You talk about maybe that ball skidding on the on the turf a little differently. Does does that help a, a, a slapper coming out of the coming out of the batter's box? Yeah, absolutely. I think that even with the balls that are just like a little dinky ground ball, it gives the slapper an extra step because it's going across a little bit slower than you think it would. And then with your choppers, it's going up pretty high as well. But also if you hit the ball just right and you'll get a good base hit right through the middle and it's almost impossible for a middle infielder to try to reach it in time because it's taken that fast second hop. So it definitely can favor some hitters in a, in a good way, but it really just depends on how the ball is hit just like with anything. So. You know what it takes to have success in the, uh, in the Southern Conference Tournament. What's it going to take this year for this Chattanooga team to do what they were able to do last year? Yeah, I mean, I think it really comes down to how we're playing as a team. We've had a lot of highs and lows, but last weekend we really came together as a team against Furman. You know, our bats were high, our pitchers pitched great. 
we played good D and I think that we've been starting, we've started to bond a lot more when it comes to the end of season. We do a lot more things as a team. And I think that's going to be what really helps us out is just making sure that, you know, we're having each other's backs on and off the field and we're doing what needs to be done individually to try to reach those team goals. And I think we're in a really good spot for that coming off the last weekend. We know that we've seen what we can do and our confidence is high. So just making sure that we're staying within ourselves, not getting too overwhelmed with the atmosphere that's about to hit us and just doing exactly what we know how to do. As somebody that has had success at the plate in this conference, you get a chance to uh, kind of get a little bit of a bird's eye view to watch uh, Alyssa Lavdis work mm-hmm. uh, a little bit about what you're seeing from her this year in the circle. Yeah, I think a lot of it is just her confidence. I mean, you can just watch her on the field and watch her pitch and she's untouchable right now. And it's just absolutely amazing because she puts so much work in on and off the field and she's confident. She's got the hot hand and she knows exactly what she needs to do. So having that, you know, on defense, you're a little more relaxed because you know that she's going to get the job done. And I'm extremely proud of her and she's done great. And I know she's going to continue to do great for the rest of her time here. Emily, I think you may have surpassed, um, uh, Haley Weisenbach as, uh, for most appearances on, uh, mocks on the mic by a, uh, by a student athlete. So uh, (laughs) congratulations on that. What's next for you? What's coming up? Um, so I still have a year of my master's left. I'm in the MBA program at UTC. So I still have a year of school, but I'm actually interning at UNM. So I'm staying local in Chattanooga and again, I'm just going to be working and getting my master's done. And then I'm just seeing where life takes me after that, but I'm excited to stay in Chattanooga. So I'll definitely be at some games next year. I'll definitely be around. So you're not completely getting rid of me yet. What would you like to do? You know, that's a great question, Chris. That is a great question. <laughs> um, you know, I majored in HR. I've always been interested in doing some kind of recruiting or talent acquisition. But with my MBA, I've realized that there's a lot more out there to explore. So I'm doing this internship really just to get some more experience under my belt and see where it takes me. Wish I could give you a solid answer. But every time anybody asks me that, I'm like, you know, I don't really know for sure. But I'm, I'm going to figure it out. Could Emily Coltharp fire someone? I don't know. I think I might be a little too nice. You can ask my friends. They would probably tell me absolutely not. (laughs) I have to figure something else out. (laughs) Emily, it feels like uh, you have been here. I mean, look, you came in as a freshman and literally stepped right into the lineup. It feels like you've feels like you've been here a lot longer than than what you really have, especially when you factor COVID into it and, and all of that. You've been an absolute joy to watch every single day and uh, super proud of, of what you've accomplished and, and what the future holds for you. And uh, best of luck in this uh, this Southern Conference tournament. I, I look forward to, uh, you know, seeing you guys being able to hold up that, uh, that trophy when it's over and, and you oh, add yeah. another ring to the collection. Absolutely. That's the goal. Thank you so much. I've had an absolutely amazing time while I'm here. I can't believe it's almost over, but I'm extremely grateful for it. Thanks to Coach Reed. Thanks to Emily. Uh, and best of luck to the softball mocks. And again, if you don't have your tickets, 423-266-MOX. You can get your session tickets. Take the family. It is a great time. Your kids will love it. It's a lot of fun. 
again, that is the uh, Southern Conference Softball Championships taking place at Frost Stadium. Make sure you subscribe, rate, and review Mox on the Mic. We certainly uh, appreciate hearing from you guys each and every week. As, uh, and thanks for making us your first listen every Thursday when new episodes of Mox on the Mic hit your smartphone. You subscribe, it'll be there automatically every single week, wherever you find your podcast at. Appreciate you finding us this week. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth. We'll see you again next time on Mox on the Mic. Until then, so long and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.